Today is Sunday, May 3rd, 2020, and my husband is back with us today. Hi, husband. Hi, husband. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, thank you. This is the month of May, and you know what that means? It's the month of May. It's my birthday month. Happy birthday month. At the end of this month, I'm going to be 36 57. years old. 56, dear. 56 years old. Yeah. And we've had another week of the coronavirus, um, but I don't know what, what, what we should talk about. I will say, let me say a couple things first. Um, one, the windows are open because it's kind of warm in our house, and they don't have the air conditioning on yet. We did have a fan on, but it was making too much noise. We turned it off. Um, what else was I going to say? Well, it's only 70, it's 75 degrees, so I don't now know. Now it says would, 77 degrees. I don't know that they would turn the air conditioning on now. They won't. And I don't think it needs to be on, but um, I think it's more of a, of a damp or humid yeah, day. It is a humid day. It's going to be um, breezy and cooler tomorrow, so I think we will survive. Yes, we will survive. Um... So this week, what has happened? What's going on this week? Well, all these loony birds um, protesting state capitals with their uh, automatic, semi-automatic weapons and their um, cosplay um, outfits. Um, now you always say this cosplay. Thing. Did you have you seen the pictures of these people? Are they actually wearing costumes? They look like costumes. They, they look ridiculous. I know that they're wearing tactical gear, but on 300-pound men who couldn't run down the block if they had to, <laughs> they look like Halloween uh, characters. They look ridiculous. But they're dangerous, of course. And Wait, did you see the picture, all the picture of somebody who has um, uh, replaced all the guns with dildos? Yes, I saw that. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> but you have to wonder if this... If these were black folks uh, with weapons, not even weapons, um, just gathering, gathering and, and, and trying to enter um, government buildings, what would happen? How, how many would die? And I'm glad to see that in California, at least Newsom had them arrested. Um, and I think that's what needs to happen. I guess the police don't want to confront these people and have an armed conflict. But they're, they're, they're dangerous yahoos who are complaining about not getting their hair done or getting a, they can't get a, a tattoo. I mean, this is now, stupid. <clears throat> the thing with this is, is they can't see that, or at least they're not smart enough to read the articles, about the preachers who have opened up their churches and yet they got COVID and like 30 of them 30 have died. 30 of them have died, yes. So... If they go to church every Sunday, shouldn't they see that their priests or ministers not there, and they should probably go home and stay in their house? I don't think um, logic, or even the common sense of the realities that we are in. Unless, let's put it this way: these are the true snowflakes, aren't they? Yes, they are. Poor snowflake can't get her hair done. Poor snowflake. He can't do without that tattoo. He's going to throw a little hissy fit. These are the real snowflakes. These are the... Um, and they're all carrying Trump signs and wearing MAGA, you know, the MAGA uh, uh, hats and all. So we can't pretend that most of these are not Trump supporters. And when the 
Well, but the president are. is encouraging this and claiming that claiming that they're good people. That they're good people. Um, you can't wonder um, the poli- the you know the political profiles of these people. Did you hear that um, Trump is going to sell red MAGA um, face masks that say you know Make America Great Again? So you can throw up in them. Well, you can think you're saving yourself, but I guarantee they're made in China, and then they probably don't work. Anyway, um, now this week, one day this week, um, well, I would say yesterday, was a gorgeous day. So we actually we a got day. out and uh, took a long walk and um, went up to the Cathedral Gardens. Gorgeous, beautiful. But we were very um, conscientious. We wore our masks. Yes, but there were a lot of people there, and yes. they weren't necessarily being they, careful And either. they were not wearing masks, and they were letting their kids run all over the place. And I was not, I think I even said to you, I was feeling a little claustrophobic, like these people are a little too close to me. Well, we can't do much. No. So. We did not We did not take a picnic. We did not sit down and, you know, lay in the grass or anything like that, like, they, like these people were. But all of us as a collective, there is not, there's not much we can do, so. No, and I think um, we're. I this, think our we're just city, looking for places to get out and at least have some semblance of socializing. And I, I, I don't know that there is an awareness. Oh, we really need to be even more careful now that we are congregating. It's probably not a good idea to run around sweating and panting and you know spitting and sweating all over people. Um, I don't know. I think once you know, like a, a nice day like yesterday when you can get out with the family, get out of the house. I don't know that caution is, I don't think it's a deliberate attempt to be uh, careless, but I think it is the outcome of trying to have at least a day or an afternoon of just getting out of the house. And I understand that. But if you notice the people, try to remember back yesterday to the Bishop's Garden and scanning around that, all those people, all those people around there, it seemed like only the older folks had masks on. Well, yeah, and they should. I mean, they, it's a, we're old. Well, yes, we're, we're older. We're a little older. We're, we're you're older than me. Age. But um, well, that's true. Did you say we're middle age? Yes, we are middle age. You're going to live to 114. Sure. <laughs> anyway, 112 actually. Yeah, that's right. Um, so anyway, I was just thinking that you know, yes, we were able to get out and we saw the garden and we completely avoided people we walked you know on the other side of the street we walked in the street we just really avoided people well i think even though there was a bunch of people out there yeah they weren't avoiding people very well and just like like tonight we um ate again at the restaurant um that nora o'donnell's husband owns and i have to tell you that big fatty got a kick out of that 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 we um or eating at the restaurant that Nora O'Donnell's husband owns. He wasn't there tonight, though. No, he was there last. But they have night. a um, they have a, a a pantry, and the pantry supports workers who waiters and cooks who have been laid off. So, and they have it. I I don't understand. I don't know how they're getting it, but they have it like an unlimited supply of paper towels and toilet paper and bleach. And well, yeah, we know about the bleach, but. Gloves, and hand sanitizer. They have hand sanitizer. It's like every time we go there, it's it's restocked and it's they have huge they amounts have, of they, it. Well, I guess as, as 
as, as a, a restaurant restaurateur, those are things you use to clean up anyway. And so he's just he's buying he's buying these products um, well, as he, he would for his business, and then selling it to the community. I mean, clearly he's making a little bit of a profit off it, but he needs to, right? Maybe not a profit. He's making some money to pay. Well, if you read the sign, half. So if toilet paper, he's buying it at 50 cents and selling it for a dollar, 50 cents goes to, to the employee, a worker who is not yeah. working. Correct. He's been able to pay two, I don't know if you read his newsletter, he's been able to pay 250 employees and so that's why, because they're not you know, be able to work, but he's been making, bringing in enough money to pay them. Well, and that's what, you know, if, if you have the means, this is, this is how responsible members of the community, that's what it means to be part of a community, well, we look out for each other. And I, this is what these selfish Looney Tunes don't really understand. It's about doing the right thing for the community, for, for everyone, not just yourself, or not how you feel, it's what's best for the, for the common good so that we can all get through this and, and come out of it alive. I don't think so. they think of the common good, though. No, that's not really part of, of that mentality, which no. is why they they're, support it's, Donald it's about Trump. Them, them. It's about them. It's very selfish. Yeah. Um, me, me, And me. all about themselves and what they think they deserve. And Donald Trump has given them... He is, he is the face of that disaffected um, and unhealthy part of our of our society. It is, it is unhealthy. Yeah. These are unhealthy people. I was going to say that, you know, I, I know this is like the, what, fourth or fifth week that you've been on the show, and we tend to talk about the same things over and over and over again. But We can talk about our refrigerator. Well, we're going to talk about that next. But I just want to mention one more time about these people on the sidewalks. And I'm referring to, we're walking back from the restaurant, because it's only, you know, up the three blocks, up the, not even three blocks up the street. Um, these people were walking on the sidewalk, and they were, they didn't have masks or gloves or any protective gear on. And they were walking so slow, and they were kind of like looking around. Remember, they were like pointing at Stopping things, and gawking they, they and talking. They stopped and chit-chat. I'm like, get off the sidewalk if you're going to do that. Get Go walk in the, the bike lane or walk in the grass. But don't stop right in the middle of the sidewalk where people are walking in. That pissed me off. But I can't say anything. I don't. I, I never say anything. But that one yeah, lady, yeah. when we walked into the street, the one lady did say thank you to us. Yeah. That was nice. All right, moving on to another topic. Our refrigerator. We are having issues with the refrigerator again. I, I mentioned our refrigerator when I did my podcasting by myself months ago, back in whenever it was we had the issue with it before. And... Um, but now we're having, the issue then was our freezer was freezing everything so much that it, there was frost growing off the top of the refrigerator. Uh, and then the it was clogging up the ventilation into the refrigerator. Into the refrigerator. Well, so we had um, the repairman come out and he said, put it on the lowest setting and it'll eventually you know, reset everything back to normal and the, re the freezer will stop freezing and the refrigerator will stay cold. Well, it did that for like two weeks. Two weeks. And now, the freezer is fine, but the refrigerator is warm. It's we a, got a thermometer, and it's, it was up to 50 degrees, and that is way too warm for the refrigerator. Yeah, that's pushing the margins so, of food safety. I yeah, and, I, and then we were thinking, we can't, we can't eat this stuff, some of the stuff that's in there that relies on being cold, like cold, cold. So um, we don't know what we're going to do because we've done, we've done research online. We've looked at consumer reports. We know what good models are. I don't necessarily care for the way they look, but I found a couple that the interiors I like. Um, 
but here's the thing like this one company that we actually have the uh warranty with for this current freezer or refrigerator they you can go there and buy a new refrigerator but they will not come out to your house and install it they will come to the house deliver it deliver it to the door but then you have to bring it in and, and pull and bring out the old one and take the old one out and put it in the hall yeah. for them to take away yeah we live they in will not rise. come into your house is what i'm saying yeah we live in a high rise so you can imagine how smoothly that's going to go no but it's going to be horrible so we can't we can't go that route no so you have to go to ho to uh, hose lowe's or, <laughs> lowe's home, or depot. home depot because they will actually come out and uh, deliver and install and take away but i feel that we actually need to go to the home depot and actually physically look at the models well, because the models do they have the models refrigerator there? models what do, you, what do you call them the different choices of refrigerators Will they be wearing tight jeans? No, honey. The models? Not like that. Now, that reminds me of another thing. Um, so anyway. Oh, wait, well, let's ask viewers. You mean listeners. Listeners. Well, you know what I mean. We have a Maytag refrigerator. It is only five years old. The my, warranty is up in August, My actually. previous refrigerator lasted 20 18, years 20 and years. was still working. When I got rid of it, we should have I am on my fifth dishwasher. Yep. And we bought the Bosch after the Whirlpool conked out after this, five years of use. But this Bosch is before been that, good. it was a Maytag. What is up with American made appliances? I know they're not it's made so in America, but I was telling you earlier during dinner, my mother raised uh, three kids with one Maytag washer that mm -hmm. still worked 20 or something years later and a Harvest Gold Frigidaire refrigerator. I can I can still see it. She put it in the laundry room when she bought new appliances and we were in like the 80s or 90s or something. I don't when know. You, it was the only one we had and uh, she put me. that in the in the laundry room as an extra refrigerator and it still worked it was like 30 years old when it finally conked out and it it probably could have been serviced and she still would have it so what is up with like what has happened there, that you cannot buy an american appliance well, built, expected to last longer than five years built in obsolescence well that's, they want you to buy new stuff every five well, to five ten years, years is ridiculous but i think it may be because most folks don't really stay in one home for five years or they change out appliances like they change clothes or you know we're not trendy people so i want an appliance that's going to last for 20 years we just want them that's going to work not something that has to be switched stainless out because steel. stainless steel is out and now because we're actually going to white one so. hot pink is is the new color or whatever whatever aquamarine whatever the new colors are we just want one i just that want works. something that works and lasts a long time and we do entertain a lot and so we like I like appliances to last longer than a couple of years, but the refrigerator situation is really difficult because we have food in there that I don't think is safe to eat. Well, and we bought a lot of stuff in the we freezer. We bought a lot of. For, well, the, a lot freezer of meat works. the freezer works. The freezer works. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we are looking at Samsung or LG, LG based on Consumer Reports ratings. If anybody has a recommendation for a Let us brand. Know. But it has to be a top mount. 
yeah, top top freezer freezer because of this weird configuration in our our kitchen. kitchen. So it has to be one wall is at an angle, so you can't have 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 the French doors or anything like that because they won't open. Yeah. So anyway, let us know. We are desperate. Yeah. So any advice? If you guys have any recommendations, just let us know. Now, um, I was going to tell the other thing. Um, Last night was no Friday night. Was it Friday night? I think it was Friday night. We participated in a Zoom um, uh, online thing about um, a photographer oh. of male nudes. Remember, I used yeah. to I used to be a photographer yeah. of the yeah. male nude stuff. Yeah. So we joined this. Uh, well, I was already a member of this photography group. Well, now now all their stuff is going online, just like everybody else. So they had this Zoom conference, whatever, and this photographer got on there and showed us multiple um, pictures of his work, and he talked about how he got models and how he... Oh, Mike, watch us stand up. Nope. Not yet. Um, And he talked about how he gets models, how he rents space to take the pictures in, um, talked about some specific models and what they liked and what they didn't like, and then... He sells all of his work, the majority of his work, on eBay. And he must have, like, hundreds of things listed on eBay. So he's making... Like, he showed us... He made $4,000. Was it $4,000 last month on eBay? Yeah. Um, which I thought was freaking amazing. Makes me want to get back to selling my artwork on eBay. You should, you should do that. Yeah. But anyway, then he also did a demonstration of how he edits his pictures and, and the process he goes through. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was interesting, but um, he said, you know, because I and I agreed with him on this, that there were two like um, philosophies. You either do all of your edits in the camera when you first take the picture, like you make sure everything's all correct in the picture when you take the photograph, or you just take the picture and then like you take it in the raw format, and then you do all this editing post picture, post photograph. Well, I am the kind of photographer who likes to do everything in the camera. I will do everything I can to get the picture the way I want to look in the camera so that I have very little editing afterwards. So he's sitting here going through all this editing stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, this is a pain in the butt. Why didn't you just take the picture the right way, you know, when you first took no, the picture? No, I understood his philosophy. Uh, you, I mean, with modern technology, um, you can customize art for whatever theme or... You can adapt the photograph that you took for whatever theme that he's going for in a some sort of presentation or what customers want. So I, I guess I understood that. Well, yeah, he did talk about his customers that he has these um, mostly gay men, he said. And he's he's been doing this for so long and these guys have been buying so much of his work that they now say, oh, do you have anything where this guy's wearing boots and he's oh, that, on the I back actually, of a horse, you know. That was actually cool. First of all, where did he get the horse? Well, arranging all that 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 takes some arranging then you have to i guess the model even getting the pair of boots these were these were riding boots these weren't cowboy cowboy no. boots you pick up at the you know salvation army whatever um but the model had to leave the boots on right yeah Is that the deal because the client wanted the boots on but but the model but to be the naked. photographs were actually cool and we noticed um i guess a similar 
style that you look for um, angles and dark spaces and openings and right. I think that particular it's negative space yeah uh, well I don't know what it's called but that particular shoot with that model and the horse and the he was nude except for the, the boots. boots but the way that the legs were positioned and the arms I thought it was actually very clever and I hope the client was pleased with those I thought they oh, were beautiful I'm sure he was yeah so um and the model was gorgeous <laughs> we yeah the model was gorgeous this oh, was a man beautiful pretty successful um zoom conference so they're doing it again next week and uh this next week they're going to open it up to other people who have um, examples of their own work or as the uh, leader said some selfies your own nude selfies they're going to oh. share of yourself that's why they're called selfies are you going to no, post No, I selfies? have no selfies, but I have plenty of my own you do uh, have nude own male self, photography that from 2003 or 2004 to 2011 or 12. Yeah. So I've got plenty of work to show. I just have to go through them and um, select some to, to share with people. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, and it may make me think that I need to get back into that. But um, anyway. Well, after COVID... Don't bring any more not now. Not in now. the house. Not now. I always make sure my tricks are COVID-free, dear. How do you know? <laughs> How would you know? I just ask them and they say... I think it's dangerous to go and it. get a new refrigerator. Much, much I know, bringing I know. in models. I know, I know. I don't want to go out at all. I'll wash them down with some Clorox and some Lysol. That's true. Now, um, last night... Oh, so let's talk about... Um, so, being with Lysol. So, I think I have been fastidious... And doing this on a regular basis. Because, I don't know what possessed me, but I bought a gallon bottle of Lysol at the Mini Mart across, before all this started. Because we needed, I don't know, we're out of top job or something, I don't know, to, you know, to clean the house or mop the floors. And all they had were these, this, they just had a big bottle of this stuff. And I, I knew that I wanted to, to I think it's one of those refill bottles. Like, you use that to refill Well, your anyway, thing. I'm glad I bought it. Yeah. Because... At least once a week, I Lysol the floors in the house. You um, did that today. Yes, and so and then I, I do and all the doorknobs. Four oh nine. I the countertops. Everything is spritzed on a daily basis, and then I did find, and you got This is where you got to search these things out, whether it's the Rite Aid or the Walgreens or the Mini Mart or the um, the. Um, the Exxon stations, you know, the mar the mini marts they yeah, have, yeah. pay twice the price. I got buying one get one free of Windex wipes. Well, Windex has ammonia in it. As far as I'm concerned, that's fine to wipe off the door handles and all that. And the glass. And the yeah. glassware. So I think we have a pretty sterile environment here. We do. And I bought a very tall can of Lysol spray. Yeah. That will last, and this is before COVID. And so I've been spritzing, I've been spraying the doorknobs and spraying everything. But we're so, going to eventually run out of that Lysol, so we're going to need to get another can. Well, I look, I look for it online. Every, Even it, from the company, you can't get it. No. But, um, know, the other thing, too, is um, our condo association now requires that you wear a mask, and if you have them, gloves, yeah. in, in the all the areas. common areas. So even if you're just going down to get check your mail, you got to put a mask on. Yeah. And then they also institute this thing, which I'm really glad they did, um, one family or one person in the elevators at a time. Yeah. I mean, I granted it, that would slow people down, but 
no one's going anywhere, so what difference does it make? Yeah. Which I was really glad of because a couple times when, when I was in the elevator and someone came in, I darted out and said, I'm not riding the elevator with, well, I usually take people the with no mask. Yeah. But um, anyway, so we have that. Um, what else was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, you signed up for a um, dentist appointment. Because yes. our dentist is opening... Um, soft opening. Soft and opening for... Um, a certain times, for certain... Like if they make an appointment, things. and only one person can be in there at a time yes. in, in the waiting room. Um, and you have to wear a mask to walk into the building. Um, and then they're going to give you PPE to put on. You have to... Um, hand sanitizer. Um, and then the, the um, hygienist will be wearing a shield. Yeah, the face mask thing. Um, and I mean... A, but it's a nice office face shield. It's a, it's a, I think a relatively modern dental office. Anyway, they have the latest yeah. equipment and the dent, and so they said they have disinfectants and sanitizers that are uh, medical grade. And, well, they do have um, an. I know they have an autoclave there, so all the stuff that goes in your mouth is definitely. Yeah, it's all sterilized. Yeah. So, I am doing that to at least get my teeth cleaned, and you cut my hair yesterday. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the hair cutting, yes. yes. So, um, but as far as the dental stuff goes, I technically cannot go to the dentist for a year because I'm on this medication that thins my blood and um, if your gums bleed and then they don't stop bleeding, then you could bleed out. So my doctor, my cardiologist said, just put the dentist off for a year, then next year in 2021 you can go. And I was like, that's fine with me, I hate going to the dentist. But anyway, you have been, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, you have just been wanting your hair cut so bad. So you yeah. ordered this trimmer that yeah. you thought was going to be like a regular hair trimmer, but really it was like a little beard trimmer. Uh, I know, but it was cheap. Yeah. I just wanted something to, to trim it, the hair. It came in yesterday, but, um, or Saturday. Well, I'm going to keep it because I can yesterday usually do like Saturday. my sideburns and my yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. So I use my trimmer. With the number four, I think it was number four. A 16 uh, millimeter. 16 millimeter uh, uh, guard thing on it. And I literally just went right through his hair and just took off big chunks of his hair. And, and um, I, it looked pretty good. I think it looks really good. It's there good was, to have all that hair off of my head. There was just one little spot that I went a little too close, but that'll grow back. No. You're the only who's going to, you're the only one who sees I know, it. No one's going to see it. And I, I meant to say that before. Our mayor has continued the closing until May 15th, right? Yeah. But I think even when we get to It will go longer than that. Yeah, because um, we've had a spike in the Washington, D.C. area now where we have um, uh, just like 20,000, 30,000 cases with like, I don't know, three or 4,000 deaths or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, Maryland's pretty high. Yeah, Maryland is the highest. But it's the counties that are right around DC? the district. Yeah, yeah so... So I know that we're going to be, even though all, the other, all these other cities are opening up, I have a feeling that D.C. is going to be closed for at least, probably till the end of May at least. Well. Because we haven't hit, they, they keep saying we haven't hit the no. peak of our um, deaths but, and cases. Getting back to, the, to these crazies, do we really want to do this all over again in no. two or three months? Let's just stay indoors, knock it out, and do this wisely so that, we have a handle on this. I think it's pretty 
well confirmed that we're going to have a second wave in the fall. Yes, yes and so I think it's going to be right deadlier. the first time. So when we do get that second wave, we know how to handle it, as opposed to ongoing high rates where it never recedes, and we're stressing out um, first responders and emergency rooms and hospitals and doctors. You have to, doctors and nurses. I think there's going to be a wave of, of, of. Um, Emotional. Oh, I think that's already started. Yeah. Um, um, distress with some of these doctors and nurses. If you read, or you know, I know they're they're posting things through social media or blogs, and it's just devastating. I mean, they they treat patients, um, they're discharged, and then they're back two weeks later, and this time organs are failing. Failing, yeah. Um, so. But um, besides the medical workers, because I know you know they're underneath a, under a lot of stress and emotional um, pain and stuff. Oh, yeah, but they, I think uh, I mentioned my, my sister's friend passed away, and she was a technician in a dialysis unit at a, at a hospital. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so even for these people, it is not, it's not considerate to expose them to even more of this because... You have to have a hairdo um, yeah. before you go to the cheese whiz party in the trailer park. Yeah. Well, all right. Maybe by next week we'll have um, some better things to talk about. But I do want to say one more thing. Last night I participated in the return of Dubious Intent. I know you did not enjoy that day and you went to bed. But, um, well, I think I was dismissed. <laughs> because you were talking and I couldn't hear. Well, no, no, but anyway... At the end, when the show was over and um, Daniel was editing the show, they um, sent me a message to get on Zoom with them. So I was on with Adam and Daniel, and we were chatting until 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so, and it was so much fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Had a good, and, but the thing here is they um, decided they're going to do a short season. They're going to do like nine for doing this for nine weeks. So um, it'll be happening next Saturday at 10 o'clock. Good. So we'll have to think of something for you to do or put you to bed or something. Maybe I will read another book. Okay. All right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about or, or um, bring up? I think we've covered enough territory. Alrighty. All right. Well, thanks for being on the episode, dear. You're welcome. And I hope everyone who is listening is staying safe and healthy and you're wearing masks and staying in your house. Um, so until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.